0: Thank you. Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Words of Heart podcast. I'm your host, Dion Sanchez, and joining me in this episode is Lexi Eagle. Thank you for joining me today, Lexi.
1: Thank you, Dion. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. So, Lexi, if you could give my listeners and/or audience a little inner word view of who you are. Who is Lexi? What you're about and a bit about your story to kick things off. That'd be great.
1: For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, um, actually, um, my name, you know, my name is Lexi Eagle as one of my nicknames. Um, my name is Alexia. Um, originally from California, but I currently live in Texas. Um, I have done roles of, a you know, being in the military for 70 years. Um, I also write poetry and have recently published, so far, my second book. Um, I like to have fun, enjoy life. I love food, um, except pig feet. Can't do pig feet. Um, Other than that, um, going to school, um, joining life, um, just really just, um, just soaring. Soaring through life and not like just soaring, just do not, you know, you're not just soaring, you like soaring like not like light speed, like two seconds an hour, but like process through life, enjoying life and just just living, mentally living, mentally living. And um, I love the travel. And I'll be the first person to tell you this. If there was Sesame Street Sesame Street cartoon characters, I'll be the first person in line to take a picture. Cause I love Sesame Street characters.
0: that is awesome and I'm a huge fan of Sesame Street as well so um Lexi you mentioned you were in the military Mm -hmm. um do you mind um get going a bit deeper as to how that affected you mentally and perhaps physically I know there is such a thing as PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and that can be a really, um, dra- not, I w- maybe that's not the right terminology, a really traumatic and yet deeply affected um, disorder, especially even like after the military.
1: Yes, ma'am. I I'll definitely go into it. Um, the most of, uh, let's say PTSD, uh, for me, yeah. it didn't really hit me until like I was in Iraq, and there was incidents where where I was somewhere on a base and there were attacks, like there were like launchers, like like somebody would like launched grenade launchers onto the base, and to the point it would like shake the ground as a whole. And even to a point of another event where I was doing um duty with another soldier, and we heard something hit the base, we're like, okay, calling in, and then there's another incident where it hit right immediately from where me and that soldier was. And I will say this, uh, whoever says that, you know, being in Iraq I, or Afghanistan don't phase them, I'm gonna say they're lying because I have not been the same. And even though I'm grateful for the travel the opportunity to learn cultures, um, there are times I just to say to myself, okay, like you're not in Iraq because there could be something as simple as, let's say, closing a freezer door or somebody driving over something and it just kind of startles you, or like sound of fireworks. are mm-hmm. time I had to say to myself, okay, Lexia, you're not in Iraq. Calm down, calm down. And the and even after the military and um even though, you know know processing life as a civilian, um, I'm I'm gonna say um it has not been days where it's like okay I'm still jumpy, but I still have kind of like say okay Lexia, calm down. You know kind of you to like what term kind of retrain your brain say okay you are die in iraq you're not in iraq you're here in texas you're safe now everything okay but i also have found out after i got out and got checked and everything that i already had i was already diagnosed with it it's just that from the abuse i went as a child that i had it but it triggered it actually kind of woke it back up when i went overseas so um for those who have been diagnosed with it, it's not shame. There's no stigma behind it. Um, I encourage you to get help. And please, though, that like to joke around and, like you say, kind of think OPC is a light thing. It's not a light thing. you got to have an idea and understand your compassion for those that really have to mentally go through some stuff and how to, you know, still do their job, especially when they're in an area where the risk of survival is not as high. And then especially they're seeing people dying left or right. It is not easy, so um, so I'm thankful to make through it, and I encourage those that have been diagnosed with it or who even, even in the middle, in middle of a deployment just got back, you know, go ahead and get some help. It's nothing wrong with it, nothing wrong with it at all.
0: Absolutely, yeah. and I truly admire you for sharing that. Um, I can't imagine going having to understand the emotional angst and yeah. turmoil that just seeps inside of you when undergoing that type of thing. And then when you put um, into um, effect the fact that we're currently undergoing a deadly virus known as the pandemic, it can't be easy for those soldiers who've experienced life-threatening situations to be put in a predicament where you are isolated and quarantined for reality that... Could not be easy for the mind, um, mm-hmm. which has a tendency to play many tricks on you, especially when your mind has played tricks on you as a result of that particular disorder. If I'm not mistaken, Although, No, 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 again,
1: you're, no, you're you're good. You're 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 in a right you're in the right line. You're good. Okay, i good.
0: I don't want to like give off the wrong idea, but I know it messes with the mind. I, I...
1: it's I will say this. You, it, it does because um, it's like you have to retrain it. And especially like when you've been in a city for a long period of time, especially like whether you even not in you know combat zone, but even you know, you in a neck when you're in a negative environment and you finally get out of that environment, it takes a minute pro- like a process to say, okay, you're not in the environment no more that and it's though, you know, your fifth out there, you got meant to the train yourself, say you know name anymore. So yeah. It's like you gotta. It's like a retraining, and I agree. It's kind of like a met, it's kind of met, it's kind of like a mental game at times, but it's like you gotta retrain it. Retrain the mind. Say, okay, let's. Okay, you're not here anymore. You're not this environment anymore. You know, it's okay. It's okay. You can move beyond this. You can mentally move beyond it. So you're you're in, actually in the right area. It's it's you're in a, you're actually generalizing what really most time it is because it's mostly psychological. Sometimes it takes a process to really. Get someone to understand who's been in that fire, especially in a negative environment, and say, okay, this is something different. And that meant you don't have to stay there, meant so you don't have to live there anymore. So you're good, you're definitely good to go.
0: All right. So, um, we mentioned this a little bit before recording about coping mechanisms. Do you mind? Um, sharing some of your suggestions as far as how to adapt and cope when you're struggling um, as far as your experience in the military and just how difficult and sometimes traumatic life can be in general. Do you mind sharing those with my audience or how you adapt to especially everything that's going on? I can't even fathom the depths of this scenario of the virus being two years into it.
1: Um, I would say one for me, just worship um, music, especially music that um, uplifts, because um, it's one thing hear music, and it's kind of like you know, lyrics good, sounds good. But one thing that for me I could not stand as I got older is lyrics that brought negativity or depression, or remind me of something or someone that I lost. Um, comedy, I like lots, lots, lot thing that has laughter. Not like dirty jokes, but like, kind of like laughter, you know, bring joy. Um, and sometimes for me, sometimes it works and sometimes it didn't. And like, okay, I need something more than that. And so um, like we mentioned earlier, um, writing, um, very therapeutic. And I know a couple of poems that I've written, it has helped me a lot to do a lot of things that I was going through Um, For those of you who's by SeaWorld, SeaWorld is a big therapeutic thing for me because um, last year I was planning to relocate out of state and the person where I was going to relocate and spend time with uh, found out he was married. And so I needed something to not think about anymore to recover from it. And when I started going to World, it came a big ref, it came an outlet for me to be honest with you, because it was not just the environment, but it gave me a, a place where I could take my mind off what I'm going through, what I, you know, what, this, what disappointments. But it gave me a chance to focus on other things than the loss, than the regret, than the heartbreak. Um, I even um, do like, listen to like meditations. Um, there are times I still listen to meditation um, music, whether instrumental or um, meditation with words, positive words. That actually helped me go to sleep. So um, that's just some of the mechanisms, some of them that um, that's helped me along the way.
0: Awesome. And you did mention that you are a writer. Yes, and ma'am. you are a massive fan of poetry, such as I. Yes, and ma'am. if you could very much please share your poem. <laughs> <You're> t- <laughs> and I'm chuckling. Um, My audience, for those of you who probably aren't aware, we had many technical hiccups. And I am very much looking forward to Mix Lexi sharing her awesome poem with you, if you don't
1: mind. Oh, not a problem. Um, the title of the poem is called, I Am Eagle." Wash Me Sore. Watch me soar above the experience of seeing my mother being punched by her husband for no reason. Watch me soar above experiences of being raped, molested, sexually abused by men who thought having sex with a child was the thing to do. Watch me soar above situations where constant harassment from kids took a toll on me to the point where I wanted to kill myself. Watch me soar above the bullying from boys and girls, the name calling up ugly, geek, and nerd. Watch me soar above the rejection that was constant from being not from not being a normal child. Watch me soar above those that thought of me as trash when I was actually a precious treasure that they did not know how to value. Excuse me, they did not know how to handle nor value. Watch me soar above the verbal, the physical, and the sexual abuse that would that would have killed me, but it only made me stronger. Walk me sore above the old mindset that may feel less of a conqueror when I am more than a conqueror. Walk me sore above those who thought I would never amount to anything, who thought I couldn't make it without them, who thought I was weak when I was actually the strongest link. Walk me sore above the lies of "you're a loser, you're nobody, nobody wants you, kill yourself." It's your fault that he, hit, that he raped you. It's your fault that he hit you. The only way. It's somebody is going to want you if you go into pornography, go on the streets, kill yourself. I am ego, watch me soar. Whew. Wow. <sighs> yeah.
0: Yes, um, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: can feel the depths and the power of your words so Thank much. You. And I mean, it's one thing to hear it. Yes, ma'am. is a complete as again I'm a poet, so I'm with you on the words. Um, right. It's a totally different w- world of emotions to write that. And yes, a, and if I'm not mistaken, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that poem has deeply affected you through your experiences,
1: right? Yes, ma'am. Because there um some experiences you probably could test this. You know how some experiences that you experience. You know, you kind of just numb up and don't really think about it until one day it kind of like, the numbness is like goes, wears off. And um, when I did the poem, I didn't think the first part of seeing mama be being punched. I didn't think it bothered me. I knew it happened, like physically seeing it happen. And it's like, okay, what's going on here? But looking back now, it did affect me because... I'm looking like, is this how you treat treat somebody like this? And the answer is no. Um, even mentioned early in the poem, in the um poem, like even later on, I was in a um abuse, physical abuse relationship, and I know back in mind, I didn't want to be treated like that. I deserve better. So I really get beyond the fact to say, you know, real men don't hit a woman. I don't care who, I don't care what mood they're in. Or real men don't do that to their wives, A real husband don't do that to their wives. And I think for me, just to admit to say, hey, it did bother me, the admit to say, okay, it did affect me, the admit to say, okay, um, what's the term look for? That changed my perception, like my did you, you know how you expect a man to treat you a certain way? Yeah. And then like oh, a of and then if I hate to say the word, there was like a, like a gaudy fear. Of okay, if I mess up, if this is what I'm gonna get, and I'm glad that I'm not in that type of relationship or even rounded anymore because just seeing something like that, that just it just it just don't it'll don't sit right. And then by right now, it just it's like, okay, why did you even do that to her? What did she do to you? And just to see her defenseless, it's like wow, like what? What did she do to you but it's okay though i forgive him i let him go and move on and um i'm grateful to not even being that type of relationship myself because i know it took a lot out of me too and it took a process even therapy to realize okay alexia it's not, it's not all men are not like that all men don't beat you when you tell the truth not all men Will break you if you stand up for something that's right. Not all men are like that. So I'm glad that not only to make like really get through that, get out of that, overcome that, but to write it out. And write to the point that it don't make it feel less than. It's like an anthem. That's what I call it eagle the Poland anthem. It's an anthem. It's a remarkable anthem, and
0: it's something that me and everyone can relate to truly it's such an inspirational poem and I will mention this in the next question so let me get to it Um, (laughs) my little icebreaker question (laughs) I'm already aware of Um, if you had to come up with a title or chapter for where your life is at right now which I already know the answer but my audience doesn't know the answer if you could explain what the title or chapter for where your life is at at this exact moment with no technical hiccups mind you okay. <laughs> what would it be
1: Soaring. that's why that's why i can say is soaring, and i say that because um it's been a trying year I'm soaring through not just um not just mental things, but physical things, emotional things, um, school, um, life, and you know, even writing the second book—I'll tell you that alone—that was a soaring process because um, to talk about the things that you've been been through—it's um, one thing you go through therapy and you move on from it. But another thing, we can write the story and soar through the story, the details, the content of the story. Um, soaring through that, that that set up volumes. And that to me was like my best book ever. Also, just soaring through age, I'm 41 this year. Um, I even got a podcast now. And um I think just soaring through life. And not just life physically, but life mentally, just soaring through life emotionally, just soaring. And I know for me, I want something different. And I know I'm going somewhere better. So soaring is the word, soaring.
0: That totally exemplifies who you are from everything you just shared. And that is a wonderful, wonderful title. That's ma'am. Would be the part where I share mine, obviously. Tell me, tell me, tell me. My (laughs) title. I'm chuckling because we've been through this for a while. My title or chapter where my life is at right now would be a warrior for change. Um, As you know a little bit from our many conversations, Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. undergone quite a lot in my life health-wise. And a warrior really symbolizes and represents who I am right now. Yeah. Everything that has come my way, everything that I have faced and overcome and will yeah. continue to overcome from yeah. now to this point forward. So Warrior for Change is probably the best title or chapter to represent where I'm at in my life right now. And it's basically my life's mantra since January 2020, which is the wow. year we all want to hate. But I couldn't exactly hate it all that much just to give you a little insight into me. I had diagnosed with diabetes at the start of January twenty twenty. Wow. So um as far as adapting and soaring through any challenges, I had to soar through quite a challenge by being diagnosed with diabetes during this virus that had no vaccine yet. So wow. I can understand the soaring and overcoming very, very well.
1: Yeah, and I want to add that in on when um, we talk about warrior for change. You need get that on t shirt, hashtag that thing. That's the t shirt <laughs> right there. Um, I, I know I'm like, girl that war chain, I love it. Uh, we say warrior, I think there are times we're in situations we wonder wondering ourselves, okay, why do we get getting keep getting like this, like all like the hard stuff of life, and on more than one occasion the word warrior has, has come up and not just for myself, but even from other people. And you know how to say you're stronger than you really know how I'm like, how am I that strong when I'm going through all this and been through all that. And so to say warrior for change, I'm looking like, you know what? That is another, that's another answer because uh, when people get a chance, not just with a poem, but even get a chance to read the book and the poem and all that stuff between, like, yeah, that's a warrior and even um my name alexia one of the names means behind it is defender so um if i ain't defending myself i'm defending something that's worth defending so yes, um yeah, we got to do another round interview, another round, but let's let, let keep on keep on going. Let's keep on going. We'll
0: <laughs> go. definitely do another round. Maybe perhaps after your second book. Um, do you have a title for your second book?
1: Yes ma'am. yes, ma'am. It's called You're Not the Only One Who Has Been Hurt, Violated, Abused, Has Overcome. And this book, um, as I mentioned earlier, it's really a book to let people know they're not the only one who've been through some things. And I share the stories of things I've been through that includes the sexual abuse, um, the bullying, um, relationship with my parents, and even the relationships with the wrong boys and the wrong men. And if I'm thinking to myself, hey, this probably is almost aligned to the poem I am ego, and I'll say yes, it is, but this is more detailed, more thorough of what I've been through. And I will tell you this. Some parts of the story was easy to write, some was hard to write, because um, the part about the wrong boys and men, I didn't want to touch that with 10-foot poles, because there were too many of them, way too many of them. And so I was like, okay, you know what, let me pick the ones that had the most impact. And once I did that, it came more easier, and I knew I moved on, because when I got the copy of the book, I read that chapter. I didn't cringe. I didn't get depressed. It's like, okay, Alex, you're healed now. You, you can move on now. So yeah, um, for those of you that need encouragement, and not just for those that are believers, it's for anybody that needs encouragement, and not just for women. Because I know as a woman, I give My view, of what I've been through. Um, man, you want to read this book? Go ahead. I encourage you to read because it will definitely give you understanding of whether you're a sister, your mom, female friend, that you look to as like your own siblings, it gives you an understanding of, you know, this is probably why this person feels the way they're feeling. So, yeah, I curse anybody. You want to change the encouragement, go ahead, copy that book.
0: Awesome. Oh, well, Lexi, we can keep this merry-go-round going all night long. But, yes, we unfortunately, are. we're at the end of this winding road. Um, I mean, the road will keep going, but this recording has to have a stop point yeah, yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, um, man. But before we wrap up, do you have any social media links where people can find your book? Is your movie going to be broadcasted on the moon based <laughs> off of your book? Like, give us the inside scoop as to how my audience can get in touch with you.
1: Well, I'll be honest, with you. I wouldn't be surprised that happens because that's actually one of my goals is to get put in a movie. That'd be awesome, and not just on Hallmark, but that's another story. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, social media wise, um, Facebook, Instagram, and now Twitter because I will touch the Twitter with Tifflepole. Um, uh, look at look under the name Author Lexi Lex. Um, I know most of the time we'll have like Instagram live, like video, live. In, I said not live, live, dip, 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 dip. dip. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, name Arthur Lexi Lex. Um, also on YouTube page, just type in my first and last name, Lexi Bartholomew. Um, my videos, my poetry videos are on there. And also you can reach to me through my website and I'll even text you the website because it's kind of long, but it's okay. It's worth it. Um, it's Lexi Eagle dot go sites.com and this is really a place where you really get an idea of kind of all in one shop of who I am, um, books, poems, and even events that's going to be doing later on in the future. So, um, Lexi Eagle, oh, small, all small caps too. L E X I E A G L E dot G O D A D D Y S I T E S dot com. Or you can email me at um all small caps, A U T H O R L E X I L E, gmail.com Woo, that's a mouthful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Lexi, for joining me in this episode. It took a heck of a journey to get here, but we soared through. So. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes. Yes, ma'am. We <laughs> soared through it. I like that.
0: We Well, to my audience, we are at the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me, Lexi Eagle. And if you enjoyed this episode, if it resonated with you, if you're soaring off from a tree, I hope you're not soaring off of a tree unless you're a bird. But (laughs) however you are choosing to listen to it, please let me know. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Fire podcast. We're also on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Yes, In ma'am. addition, you can also leave ratings on Spotify now, not just on no. the podcast. So feel no. free to leave me a rating on Spotify. No. And, of course, um, if you can subscribe or retweet, please do so as well. And if you could listen to it on the moon, please let me know. I still want to manifest that into the universe. Either way, <laughs> stay healthy, stay safe. And if you need someone to talk to, feel free to reach out to Lexi or yep. myself. I'm on Twitter at heartword 24 and on Instagram at HeartWare25. So okay. stay healthy, stay safe, enjoy the holiday season, and until next time.